I am just learning to trust God even more. He has always like taken care of me, no matter how painful the situation may be. I just feel like God is always walking through it. God is always walking through everything. So I just really trust God and he just really takes care of me. I do my thing. I do my work, what I have to do. And I just really trust God because he never fails. He never disappoints. I see the walls before me, I feel the cages forming, seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me, I know what change is coming, I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Dunkor. Today we have an amazing guest. She's the Barrier Breaker of the Month of August. I am so proud of her and I am so glad to see women out there doing amazing things out there in the world, stepping out on faith, making sure that everyone around them is blessed, putting in the work. You know, women, we put on so many hats and I can't wait to dive into her story and how she got to do all of these things. I don't know how we do it, but here we are. Our fabric of the month of August is Praise Gimba. Praise, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you so much, Joyce, for this opportunity to talk about myself, about everything I do and talk about God, right? Because he's the center of my life. So like you introduced, my name is Praise Gimba and I am a lot of things. <laughs> I am a nurse. <laughs> I am an entrepreneur. I am also a gospel artist. Yeah, so these are the three main things I do. So that's it about me. Great. You see what I just said? <laughs> Women, we be doing too much, but we thank God. So I first came across Praise knowing the work that she does as a gospel artist. And she has so many beautiful songs out there. Like, I know the latest one is Happy Hour, I believe, right? The moment I came across it, I was just diving to it, like dancing, enjoying myself. Like, okay, Happy Hour. Whenever it's a happy hour here, <laughs> let's get the happy hour going. But I just want to know, Praise, like, have you always desired to be an artist, a gospel artist? You know how some people say, okay, so I've always been a singer from my mother's womb. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people say that? For me, I think it's quite similar because I come from a music home. My father is a gospel artist too. If he sings, has a band, has a music band. Oh, wow. Music has always been like my thing. I grew up in that setting. I actually have three elder sisters and they used to have like a singing group together with my cousin. So it was like four of them. And I remember how, you know, they would always sing. And of course, I was not part of them because it felt like I was not yet a good singer. <laughs> 
But I desperately wanted to sing at some point. I would even cry. I'd be like, I have to sing with you people. And sometimes put me in front and maybe give me a mic that is not working. Or <laughs> just put me there. You know, I always wanted to sing. I also recall my father recording one of his albums. And we went to the studio. We traveled all the way to another state. And then they were recording and all. I was like, okay, if I follow you guys here, I hope you're going to allow me to sing because I don't understand why I will follow you all the way. I think I was about five or so. I can't remember. And, you know, they broke my heart. <laughs> they had not arranged for me to sing. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not possible. I started using my weapon. Yes. <laughs> They're crying. And a crying is a weapon. <laughs> it is. It works with my dad, of course. <laughs> so I started crying. No, you guys, I have to sing here. I must sing in this album. I think that was the very first time I sang like in the studio and all. So my dad just created a verse for me, like a very short verse for me. And it was this song, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So it was like in my native language. And he was like, okay, created a verse. And he was like, okay, let children praise God. I remember I sang. <laughs> so my voice entered the album. <laughs> so I've always, I've always you know, loved music everyone sing my dad my sisters and and they also named me praise so i'm like okay i have to sing good this music is for me <laughs> so that's it i just started singing like that and before i knew it i discovered like i really could sing like hold a note and really sing beautifully i think it was grade six in nigeria it's called jss one so entered school it was a junior secondary school and i just started singing the choir i joined the choir and from there i didn't even know i could sing that well i was just always in the spotlight you know when we had maybe graduations or something they would pick me to come and sing you know sing the school anthem or the national anthem. there i just always did music i guess that's really good you could tell that from a very young age you were like really pushing to get your voice out there and not everybody, not every kid gets that opportunity to push or have that fight in them to push because sometimes, you know, the parents are like, oh, she, you're just a kid. And they feel like you are not up to par with them or something. And so they just push you to the side. But you can see the fight in you. We thank God for that. And then my other question would be like, so when you figured out that you could actually sing, can you remember what was going through your mind? on that day or that season of your life when you realized, ah, I've got the voice, <laughs> you know, I've got a voice to sing. How did you feel and what was going through your mind? I did not like discover it on my own, people in school. I remember this particular day, Sunday, because I went to a Christian school and everyone just goes to the chapel. So Sunday after singing, I came back and this particular student that was like, wow, your voice is really amazing. Like, okay, I did not know. <laughs> I was really happy. I was excited. I'm like, wow, finally, like, I feel like I can actually really sing. Because all along I've been singing, but I think because of the way I was treated by my sisters, I love them. They're amazing, but <laughs> they felt like I was too young and maybe I always do sing off-key. <laughs> yeah. So, but like finally to get acknowledged by other people to really appreciate my singing. I think that was how I finally discovered, I finally knew that, okay, I could really sing. And after that day, I think like I just really stay improving. I think it had to take those people to 
you know, see that in me and also make me believe in myself, I actually really felt good. And from there, the confidence just came. You know, I just really started singing everywhere. And yeah, that's it. That's really good because sometimes, you know, we are waiting for that acknowledgement really does help in a way. And it's just like when a child is trying to walk, you know, you encourage that child. And once the parents will be like, oh my God, you can walk, you know, and when, when you fall, they encourage you to push forward. They pick you up, they move you forward. They don't just leave you to be on your own until you're able to stand. And when you stand, you start running <laughs> in life. Sometimes we just need that one person to say, you've got this, you know, and I don't even want to blame your sisters for even not wanting you to sing. It's something, I don't know whether it's just an African thing that as long as you're young, you cannot do anything. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I would always spoil your song. So I just really wanted to sing. So I would just sing, you know. <laughs> I really thank God for their lives. I thank God for my eldest sister because I think she really also influenced my singing, you know, with the songs she would play in the house and I will see her singing and you know, she actually influenced my singing in a great way. So I really thank God for them too. That's really good. I mean, just one person alone is like, it's all the encouragement we need in this world, like to keep pushing because life be hard sometimes. And so sometimes that's why like I get encouraged. I was saying earlier, I don't know whether you heard it, but I just went on social media the other day and I just saw this person like send me a message about how they just found my podcast and they were listening to it. And I was so encouraged, like just one person just sending me that message to say, hey, you know, I'm encouraged by the podcast and the, by the guests that you bring in them sharing their stories. It keeps me going because sometimes you're like, am I doing anything? <laughs> you know, am I on the right path? Like, God, is this where you want me to be? And you just get that one encouragement and it just keeps you moving. You're like, okay, it's like you've got a new fire, right? You get a new desire or a new fire that pushes you to continue doing what you do. That is really great. And so how have you been nurturing this gift that God has given you? Okay. I always, you know, talk about how God has used people in my life to really help me, you know, from one stage to the other stage. I don't take people for granted. I feel like we really need people. God has created us for relationships. So yeah. one thing God has always used to, you know, help me nurture this talent is by placing people around me like mentors, like teachers who would really, you know, see the gift in me and just speak to me or, you know, pray for me or teach me. One way I have not charged this gift in me is through the gift people. I would always say people are gifts to me. God has placed my parents, my sisters, my friends around to just, you know, really keep me going, just keep encouraging me and also bring opportunities my way and sometimes it's really frustrating actually when you you really like have a passion for singing and you know you've been called for more like it's not just to sing in church you know like the world needs to hear you and you don't have like the right people or you know god has really placed like for every level of my life i think god has really brought someone to basically take me to that next level and not just do that but to guide me to pray for me to teach me to encourage me there's a quote that says i was just looking for it if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together and that is like really the truth of the matter <laughs> if you are thinking of going fast then just go alone you know because people will stop you on the way you get distracted and everything but if you want to go far 
we need people. And that's what you have just said. Like the people around you, helping you, supporting you, guiding you, praying for you, you know, that is so key in life that we have the right people around us, you know, and being able to discern the right people is key too, because you can have people around you, but they may not be the right people. So having the right people around you is very key. And I can see you being who you are and where you are right now because of who God has placed in your life. You know, they keep saying that when God wants to bless us, he wouldn't come down directly. He will send people. So it's very important that we treat people right. It's very important that we... True. I always advocate for that, you know, treating people right. Yeah. Because you never know where you're going to be tomorrow. I always say this, like, they say what goes around comes around. And sometimes when you go around the corner, you meet the same people and you're like, you know, how did you treat them? Yeah. How did you treat this person? Did you treat them right? And when you come around the corner, the way you treat them, you know, it might be the way they might respond, you know? And so if you can treat them right, let's see how that goes. Because sometimes we feel like, you know, I got here on my own. I made it this far on my own, but truly there are people that were around you. And so one needs to be careful how they treat another individual because sometimes life can be life and you don't know where life will throw you. Today, you might be making it. Tomorrow, you might be somewhere else. And so how you treat other people. Yeah. So I was going to say, actually, let me play one of your songs that you just wrote. Probably before that, <laughs> how do you write like how do you get that encouragement or the desire to write because sometimes some people be writing stuff and it's just like really <laughs> how do you get to that place where you are writing you know and then you know that mm, this is a good one or something like you have to get to that place i'm going to come in different angles i come from because there's um, spiritual aspects and i also come from the artistic aspect God has said our lives are like written epistles, our experience, whatever we go through, you know, some people needed to see God in us. So for me, of my songs, I write them from a place of experience, from a place of, you know, what God has said to me or what God has done for me. So I come there and, you know, I just write the lyrics. And of course, I have people who are professionals who I take it to and they like put them together you know we remove some things and add some things and of course I also have some songs that have been you know professionally written by other people who are also kingdom-minded and you know they are spiritual people and so yeah that's it you know it comes from my experience with God you know what God has done for me sometimes it comes from a place of pain too you know I'm going through something and God just uses his word to just encourage me and I turn it into a song and then yeah that's how I go <laughs> that's really good having the you know like we've said the right people around you being able to write and also having other people there to guide you um I know I saw you do a song it was for a woman something maybe you can just tell me more about it is it the new day or because I also okay I didn't talk about that but I also do like advocacy music where I talk about issues women go through, like health issues. Like in the Gambia, we have FGM, female genital mutilation, yeah. which is very harmful to women. As a nurse, you know, I have seen the harmful effects of it. So I just really like to like a couple of songs that talks about women's health and yeah, just the issues women go through go through i think one of them is new day which i did i released 
did I can't remember if it was Women's International Women's Day. Yeah, song you're talking about New Day. Yeah, I think I can see. I'm trying to look for the when it got released. But yeah, I like the fact that you're not just doing songs just about God and but also advocacy songs that really would inspire other people and encourage other people that this fight is still going on and that we are here to, you know, we want to break barriers in this area too. Because sometimes in our environment, especially ones that we find ourselves in in Gambia, there are so many limitations and there are so many things that people might not get to hear about. Some of the people they know, but they don't want to do the right thing. Some of who they don't even know. So if we have tried all the ways we can, okay, let's try it in songs as well. Maybe it will help somebody. And probably as they sing the song, you know, it kind of like, maybe they'll come to that realization and say, hmm, I've been singing the song, but this is what it actually means. You know, I probably start thinking about making their way right. Hopefully they start putting things right because of course, FGM is not something that, you know, is supposed to be encouraged because of the way that it's affected women around the world. And so thank you for putting that song out there. What's the title of the song? If you can remember. New Day. New Day. Okay. Yeah. So if you haven't heard New Day, please go listen to New Day. And I hope it encourages other women out there, other people fighting and striving to make sure that these things end, that, you know, it will encourage them to keep the fight going. Thank you so much for doing that. That was really great what you did there. So I want to play Happy Hour. This is the song I've been jamming to. And it came out like seven months ago. I see that in December. So happy hour. Here we go. Just a little clip just to encourage. Well, so that we hear what Chris has been doing in the background. can be jamming to all year long <laughs> i can't wait to get my kids all year long <laughs> we probably have to do a choreography to it <laughs> really <laughs> it will be so nice they will love it <laughs> i'll send it to you once we get it done yeah that's a very very great song <laughs> what got you to write that okay 
this song was, if you notice, it was released in December. And, you know, December for us, it's about Christmas. It's about Thanksgiving. It's basically the end of the year. What inspired it was okay, just looking back and like, okay, you know, from January to December, God has been so faithful. He's been so good. Let's just do something for... Initially, it was a song for, you know, just my friends and family. Let's just... <laughs> Let's just use this song and just really vibe and just thank God and just dance and just be happy. It was like a happy song. And we walked on the song, my producer and I, we walked on the song. And I remember he didn't even want us to release it. I'm like, no, this song, we have to this song. This is the song of the season. I'm like, you know, when you just really walk on a song and you are just so, I had this confidence in this song. I'm like, if I'm feeling this way about how would outside like come on the energy has so like that was how you know the song came about and i had this group for friends and family i sent the song to them and everyone was just like wow this song is beautiful you know it's just beautiful. and it just really makes you really happy you know and not just feeling the wrong way if there's anything like that but you know just happy thinking about how god has been faithful you know <laughs> you know that part that says views on God it was just like the hashtag you know everyone was like views on God views <laughs> on God because life is not easy like that but you know God just keeps providing he just sometimes you wake up you don't even know how like the money for the week would come or for my God and you know you just trust God and you know what Father you've got these views on you like <laughs> Oh, no worry because I know I have you. My bills are sorted. Right, right. <laughs> God is God enough to take care of all of us. You know, I mean, the Bible talks about if the lilies of the seas, He takes care of them. The birds of the sky, He takes care of them. How much more us? You know, so definitely hashtag bills on God. Like God, this is on you. <laughs> Put it on you. <laughs> so praise does other things as well. She bakes. Have you seen her cakes? Oh my God, out of this world. And she also just recently graduated. And listen, tell us more about that. Like being this artist, you know, an entrepreneur and now going into nursing. First of all, congratulations on graduating. Like we are so proud of you. I'm not a nurse doctor person. I'm not a fan because I don't want to go to the hospitals. I don't like going to the hospital, but <laughs> we see all the work you guys do and we are so grateful you guys do for us, the community, the world. So tell us, you know, more about that, the baking and then the nursing, what got you into that? Okay. So like I said, I do a lot of things and my life has been interesting. You know, when you're like an extraordinary person, I feel like you go through the toughest of times. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> like for me i have oh, god has really taken me through a journey see that's why when i finally graduated i made sure i did the photo shoot i put it everywhere because i'm like if you know my story you will celebrate with me listen <laughs> so i basically started this whole medical career as uh, a medical student i did medicine for more than five years and some people don't know this about me but well, if we get to hear about it today, I think it's the right time to share it because it's a testimony and I feel like someone can hear this and also be encouraged, right, not to give up, you know. So I stayed as a medical student and I had some storms of life that came, you know, I had issues with bonds and 
you know, just completing my medical career. And I remember my late pastor, Emmanuel Swari, has also really played an important role in my life. Like I said, God always places people in my life to guide me, to just be with me. And he came into my life when I was going through this life storm. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, didn't know what to do with my life. My medical career was crashing and I'm like, okay, I had to drop out from school because I could not really afford to continue. You know, I didn't have the funds and all that. And we had tried everything. My family, everyone had really tried to, you know, just raise funds for me to just, you know, continue. I just had two years left, basically, to complete my medical school. And I had to drop out because the school was like, you know, you have to drop out. You don't have the money to pay. You have to drop out. Well... During that season, uh, you know, God gave me a song. I did the song, Never Let You Go. And, you know, I was also going through some other things. Really, tr I was trusting God. And I'm like, God, I don't know what you do in my life, but I just really trust you. So when I dropped out of school, I just continued with music. So in my family, we also bake. My sister, my eldest sister has a baking school and all that. So I had attended some classes and I'm like, yeah, at this broke period of mine, I need to start doing something. <laughs> I feel like God is teaching me some lessons. I need to, you know, you cannot depend on mommy and daddy and people around. You need to start doing so. I start this baking thing. I would just bake cupcakes and, you know, just sell and do some other things. And it was really going well. Like as I said, then had dropped out of school and I was just really trusting God, praying to God with my pastor and my family, you know be like let's keep trusting go open other doors and you know i really had pastor emmanuel sorry in my life to guide me and take me through this process i don't know how i'll have survived like mentally <laughs> without him you know just him and his family just encouraging me telling me not to give up and also looking for other opportunities but we're not just praying we're also you know, looking out okay so yeah what can you do and that was when, like, this new school had opened and they're like, okay, maybe I could just go and get a nursing degree, mm. you know, in the process. And while trusting God with the other one, they went into this school. And <laughs> I thought, you know, I had finally you know, gotten something. I was like, okay, this is it. At least let me get this degree. Mm -hmm. And when I got into the school, after one year, the school crashed. So <laughs> I was like, back to where I was. So I'm like, hey, God, hey, my God, this, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that you don't want me to get a degree? This is really happening. But I was just really trusting God. I was just really trusting God. I'm like, God, no, 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 no. No, you have to be involved because I don't understand. It's not like I am like not doing well academically. I was like really a smart student. I was doing so well. So why am I just really having all these issues? But, you know, I never really gave up. I never really... Okay, the times where I gave up, I had people who would really encourage me. I know there was a time I called my father and I'm like, ah, I'm not doing this school again. <laughs> I'm not doing school. Maybe I don't know. I should do something else with my life. I don't yeah. know. For me anymore. I was crying. I'm like, I even felt so bad. I'm like, am I a disappointment to you? Am I a failure to you? Because it just looks like, you know, we keep spending money, we keep time is going, and like there's nothing to show for it. But I remember that day my dad just, you know, encouraged me and he was like, well, I'm not going to give up. He was like, they love me, you know, I'm doing he just really encouraged me. If I, I couldn't walk so much, I was just crying on the phone. And he was like, he just understood everything. You know, that day I basically, you know, I could relate with, I could feel that God and daughter relationship from you know to my father. 
it was like, God, I don't even have to say anything. You already know how I feel. Like mm-hmm. you can already see everything and you're just really comforting to me. So yeah. remember it was up time. You know, I was like, let's try again. So I went back to my school, like the school I had left. I was doing medicine with, I went back there and asked to, you know, switch to nursing and mm-hmm. that did not go smoothly too, but at the end of the day, God just came in again and like the level I was supposed to enter into, you know, someone just saw me like the HOD and he was like, no, 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 no. I think we should put you higher. Like, so you can do and finish fast. You have spent so much time. <laughs> so that was how God just said, you know, taking care of me, said doing everything. And he was like, before I knew it, I was done. I'm like, did I finish? Like, how? <laughs> and I didn't just finish, like, with anyhow result. Like, I actually came out with, like, really good results. And it was just really amazing. I'm like, oh, when I look at my transcript, you know. Could this be me? <laughs> I know. Like, and that's not even the end of the journey for me. Like, I feel like there's so much, like, more doors that God would open and that season, you know, was for a reason. And I've really learned so much. I've picked up the skill of being an entrepreneur. At least I'm not just, I already have a business, you know, and I have people, I know how to relate with people. I have so much experience, you know, and I also have my music going. Of course, like you said, how do I combine all? Mm -hmm. I always talk about people because me, I'm a people's person. Like, I don't know how I'll survive without people. God has always put people to help me. And I don't take it for granted, you know. I don't take it for people are gifts to me. They are gifts from God to me. The right people, of course. Yeah. So I've had people who like supported me. Like my sister is here in the Gambia with me, and we do this business together. You know, God bless her. She left everything in Nigeria to come here support me. So I, you know, we could do that together. And while I go to school, and while I also do music, so I've had people. You know who are really supportive in my music i also have like someone who really you know pushes me who really helps me so it's like i'm doing so many things but i'm not doing it alone god has placed people to support me yeah this is so good thank you so much for sharing your story because sometimes when we out there you know people are thinking oh she made it like she's made yeah. <laughs> but you don't know the struggle that people are going through and i think recently one of the things that God has been speaking to me about, oh, I was just leading Bible study on Sunday and just this thought came to me and I've shared this, I have a video called Miracle in Obedience. Sometimes when God is wants to bless us, it is in the doing, you know, that he blesses us. You know, I was sharing the story of the guy by the pool of Bethsaida and how when Jesus asked him to get up, you know, if he had said, oh, but I've been here for 38 years, I've just been lying down by this pool, you know, I might as well just stay, you know, he wouldn't have gotten his miracle, but it was in the getting up that he got whole, you know, even the lady with the issue of blood, it is in his, her faith in God, knowing that Jesus can heal me. It, it was in that going and touching of the hem. And she was like, if I could just go. And it was in the going that she got her miracle. And so sometimes life happens to us and It'd be tough sometimes. We were crying. I have been in that season, you know, where there are times that you are just like, God, really? Like, dude, come on, <laughs> you know, and kind of like doing all the right things. You are praying, you are praising, you are worshiping, you are helping out, you are kingdom minded, you, you know, everything. And it's like, you expected it to be smooth. But again, when the storms of life hit and I've realized that, it's like new ideas start dropping in your mind, things that you can be doing, like, how, what can I do, right? <laughs> and 
It's like, what can I do here? How can I talk? Like, it keeps you on your feet and you realize that, hmm, so I can do this, you know, because sometimes we can be so lazy or just not even lazy, but we are just like, okay, this is what I can do right now. But when storms of life hit, you realize that you can do more than that. You get so creative. Exactly. You get so creative and you're like, okay, so I could do that. I was just actually sharing this with my sister yesterday. I was like, I was living in Harlem before and I had to move closer to church. And closer to church means being in the suburbs. And that means a whole new rent, you know, having to move and all of that. I was paying cheaper rent. I was sharing with a friend. And now, you know, when they asked us to move, I was like, God, this is on you. Like we said, deals on God. Like I was like, God, this is on you. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. And then I move here. But of course, the bills are on like a different level to where I was. I kept thinking, Lord, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? And one of the songs that was on my mind was Jesus is taking care of me. Before I even moved, that was a song on my mind. And I was just like so stressed out because I'm thinking, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my bills? Like, I mean, I make money enough to do all of that. But of course, you have to save. You have to make sure you're prepared for rainy days and other things, you know, that can come up. And I'm like, I don't want to live that life where you're like from paycheck to paycheck. And that's just it. I need to live in the more. And so I was like, okay, how do I, I started looking for jobs. I wasn't getting it. But in that season, God was teaching me to like, to trust him because every single month I have not missed a rent. Like there's nothing like, oh, Joyce missed one rent. Like God has literally taken care of me until another job came by. And I was like, I'm going to pick this evening job and I'm going to just push on, you know, do the morning job and do the evening job. Like just so that I can be able to, you know, move on. And then I'm like, now like, okay, I have to apply for other jobs. I stopped applying because I was like, and in that season, I could tell that I was doing it because I needed it, not because I wanted to trust God. But then I realized that God was making me trust him in that season. And so now I'm here in this space and I am like, okay, I need to move to a more senior level because if I move to a senior level, I'll be able to make more money and I'll not have to worry about that. And like, if I was leaving where I was leaving, I would never think like this. I mean, of course, it was in my mind. I need to move in, this, in a more senior level. But then you are like dragging your feet and just, you know, you're comfortable where you are. But seasons of life come and you like move in a new dimension. You are pushed to do so many things. And so it's as hard as it may be. The Bible says, what did this guy say? Is it Paul that said, thank God that I was afflicted? Because if we were not afflicted, we wouldn't be where we are today. The entrepreneurship life that you have right now, you wouldn't. And so, you know, thank God that we are afflicted. It's painful. Like it said, but God, no, the situation shifts. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know whether you wanted to say something. I just wanted to say for me, I named it beauty in pain because <laughs> it's really painful. Like going through those processes. You no, know, now it's easier to talk about it, but you know, just thinking back, I'm like, this period was really painful, you know, like there's beauty in it. There is beauty in it. There is beauty in it. Yeah. So one of my questions was what are some of the challenges you face? And thank God you shared it. So what lessons are you learning in this season? Okay. So I am just learning to trust God even more. He has always like taking care of me. No matter how painful the situation may be, I just feel like God is always walking through it. God is always walking through everything. So I just really trust God and he just really takes care of me. I do my thing. I do my work, what I have to do. And I just really trust God because he never fails. He never disappoints. Yeah. Trusting in God is key in this season. I mean, whatever season you find yourself, but I don't know what I would be able to do without God on my side. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, I'm fighting him. I'm like, God, really? 
but he's teaching us to trust him because sometimes we never know where we are going. And I feel like sometimes the lessons that we are learning or the journeys that we go through, the seasons that we find ourselves in the tough seasons help us for the future. Because then when you know that you were so resilient back then and you were able, how did you fight this? Then when you meet that giant in the future, you're able to like, I mean, they say new level, new devils, but I feel like the grace to conquer, God gives it to us. And because we have been there, we know we have experienced that God did it for me before, then I know that he can do it for me today too. You know, he can do it for me tomorrow too. So trusting in God is key. One of the questions I asked on Barabrika's corner is, what do you wish you know now that you wish you have known when you were younger? If you had known it when you were younger, you would have helped the trajectory of your life. <laughs> At this point of my life, I think God has basically planned like every level of my life. And I don't know if I wish I knew something because I've always trusted God. I've always trusted him, even though sometimes it was really hard to trust him. <laughs> it was really hard. I don't think I have anything to say, like anything I wish I had known before, because I have always trusted God. I see reasons why like, it was important to really trust God all along. Because his plans for us are good and not evil. I see God doing me that. Like, I'm not even planning it, but he's going ahead to do it for me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you've been taking care of me. Even this pain I've had to go through, this process I've had to go through, you know, it was all for, I don't know, maybe I should have really trusted God more. But I think... <laughs> I've always like really trusted him. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's always like if I had like so much trust in him, maybe the pain would have been less. I don't know. But I feel like the pain is okay. You know, it has made me what I am today. You know, I'm a better human being and a better person, you know. I'm not perfect, of course, but like when I see things happen, I'm like, even when I have like good results, I'm like, you know, God, you're still you still take the glory. It's all you. It's not me at all. It's all you. So like God has broken me to be this person that I am today. Yeah. I like that though. Yeah. That you're trusting God all along and that's key that we trust him all the way. You know, some people don't get to know how to trust God even in the early stages of their life. So you having to even learn that. I think when you come to that realization that, you know what, God can do this for me, you know, no matter what you keep fighting and trusting God. And like you said, we're not perfect. I am not perfect either. We fall sometimes. We're just like, God, really, can I go through this? But when you come to the realization that, you know what, I'm going to still trust in God. Like Job said, though he slays me, yet shall I trust him. And so you keep that behind you. I mean, in your forefront and you're like, I just have to keep trusting God because he knows the end of a thing before the beginning. What advice have you got for young people out there who are struggling? They're like, I don't know how to go you know, I don't know how to trust God. I don't know how to keep this fight going so that I can win and I can break barriers at the end of the day. What encouragement have you got for them? Okay, so I would just say sometimes even when you don't know how to trust God, you need to trust his supremacy. You need to trust like that God has good plans for you. You just need to have that back of your mind. And I feel like it's very important to have good relationships with people because I'm going through an experience, right? I feel like my relationship with people has really gone a long way to help me. So when you have the opportunity to be a blessing to someone, to help someone, you know, just do it. Do it from a place of love. Do it with the whole of your heart because you don't know the seeds you might be sowing there in that person's life. That person might come back later to help you. Or God will actually raise other people to help you in your time of need. So be good to people because people are very important. People are gifts, you know. 
we live in this area where some people are like, mm, I don't need people. I can't do it on my own. You cannot do it on your own. God has placed people in our lives for reasons. And I just feel like as young people, we should just pray that we're going to the right people to us. And I would say, don't be discouraged. No matter what you're going through, don't be discouraged. Just keep trusting God. It might really be difficult. Like sometimes I pray, I'm like, I'm not even seeing results. You know, sometimes I'm like, God, but nothing is even happening. Like, I'm still in this level, but I just want you to trust that God has good plans for you, right? So just go have, you know, any opportunity you see to acknowledge to yourself, just grab it, just take it, you know, keep learning, keep improving yourself, keep working on yourself. Me, I'm constantly doing that. In fact, at this stage that I am, I have been, you know, just really working on myself, listening to someone's like kid, just make me like a better human, make me a woman of quality, you know, I really am improving myself and any opportunity you have to just really add skills to yourself, knowledge you add, don't be afraid, just, you know, keep doing, keep pushing to what you can do. God has blessed us with lots of talent. I feel like I have someone that always says, yeah, those are the talents I have. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like everyone has his own unique abilities and recently telling someone, I'm like, see, everything God has given me, everything God has placed in me, I'm going to make sure I maximize it, I use it. In fact, I was telling the person that there are some things I've not even started doing, right? But you guys just watch and I'm going to do that. I feel like God has put so much in me that I have not even thought half of beats. Like, I'm going to do those things and to the glory of God, by the grace of, you know, I will also be a blessing to other people opposing. So I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, people are important. Keep trusting, keep pushing. When you cannot, don't give up, for real. <laughs> and if you have to cry, cry out, you know. Sometimes cries out all those negativity, all those fears, everything. It, you cry it out. And when you finish crying, you wipe your tears. And you, it's like you regain more strength after crying. Because it's like you were holding yourself. You were trying to hold yourself together. But sometimes just crying it out let all the weight out. And then you have more strength to like, okay, let me get back up. You know, the devil tried me, but no, not today. I am going to keep moving forward. So stay encouraged, people. You can break barriers. Nothing should stop you from breaking barriers. Thank you so much, Praise, for coming on. We are so proud of you. Thank you. Keep breaking <laughs> barriers. Keep encouraging others out there with your songs, with your bacon. I can't wait to receive my cake. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the cakes, the spaghetti cake and the pot cakes that you're baking. <laughs> I can't wait to receive my own spaghetti cake. <laughs> but thank you so much. I am so proud of you and keep breaking barriers. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the Gambia, West Africa. Cause they can-